The 82-game preseason is in the books, and it's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code ROSS only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday. And Andrew Brandt, the czar of the Business of Sports Podcast, is back. December is here. The games in December are the ones you remember. We are presented by DraftKings, only two days away from a Spread the Word winner. Why don't you just go ahead, be the Spread the Word winner this week, get a cool press pass or picture card, and give it to somebody as a holiday gift. Boom. There you go. At Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod, giving away the final Madden this week. It's the final countdown. MyFrontPageStory.com. If you don't realize how awesome of a gift it is by now, I I can't help you. But people are buying these things all the time right now. It's awesome. Very, very excited about what's going on with MyFrontPageStory.com right now. And of course, the YouTube shout outs are awesome because people love giving these cameo style videos for gifts themselves for people around the holidays. It's like the biggest time for cameo. So you can get one just subscribing. Just hit the thumbs up at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And then make any comment because I don't see everybody that subscribes. I do see everybody that comments. And I do see all the patrons like Demarcus Zarath. What a name. Love it. Demarcus Zarath. Also love Andrew Brandt. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, look, I think we all know all his jobs at this point. The important thing is three things. Number one, follow him on social media at Andrew Brandt. Number two, subscribe to the Sunday 7 newsletter so you get his updates. They're amazing. Number three, make sure you're listening to the Business of Sports podcast. We only talk to Andrew on this show every other week, and you need your Andrew Brandt fill. You need the calm, rational takes the measured perspective, the voice. I like Andrew's voice. There's something about Andrew's voice that I like. Anyway, there's a lot of reasons to subscribe and listen to the Business of Sports podcast. My first question for you, though, Andrew, I guess it's sort of NFL-related, but not really. How about the college coach movement? How about how much college coaches are getting paid? You and I chose the wrong profession, Andrew. (laughs) 
Yeah, Ross, I'm glad you brought it up because it is not professional sports, but it certainly is the business of sports. And I'll be diving in on the business of sports podcast this week. This whole idea, I think the thing that strikes me and probably strikes you, it's kind of the same in the first week of January, Black Monday, right? It's the finality and how quick it all happens. How quick? Like, Lincoln Riley and Brian Kelly just coached their last games, whatever, Saturday. And Monday, they're bounced. Like, they bounce. It's it's so quick. It happens so fast. And it's like when I talk about pro sports, pro football, I say there's me time. There's we time in the season. Everyone's together. W-E, we time. But when the season's over, and I know we have bowl games in college, but when the season's over, it's me time. It's me time. It's like coaches, players out for themselves, free agents, contracts, all that stuff. And we just saw it in college football. And I guess everyone's sort of debating what was the best way to say goodbye or should these guys be doing it? I'm just kind of immune to that at this point. I'm like, okay, this is what happens. But also people have to realize this is not college sports. College sports, 95% of players and coaches are not doing this to get new jobs or to go to the pros or get million-dollar contracts. 95% of college sports is just for the enrichment of college sports. There's no future. Um, But this 5%, yeah. This Brian Kelly, Lincoln Riley kind of college sports, that's pro sports. You know, I got a lot of things. The thing I think is interesting is all the people that are outraged at the timing of these things. And I'm always thinking to myself, Andrew, well, what's the what's the right timing? The signing day is December 13th. That's 12 days away. These guys, they know they're leaving. They need to do what's best for their new employer, not their previous employer. And they need to make sure that they get a good recruiting class at LSU and USC, number one. Number two, I keep hearing all this, Andrew, about, but they should have told the players first before it got leaked, before it came out. It, it That's so naive, Andrew. Like, it's either the agent or the new school he's going to or the old school he left Somebody's going to leak that to the media to curry favor with a member of the media. It's not the head coach that's mm-hmm. leaking it. It's the agent, the new school, or the old school. And I actually give Brian Kelly credit for flying back to Notre Dame and saying whatever he said to those guys face-to-face. One report said 11 minutes. The other report said two minutes. How many minutes is appropriate? How long did you want him to be there? 27 minutes? Like, what is there to say? Hey, guys, I – I'm going for a better opportunity for me and my family. I wish all of you the best of luck. You know, like what, what else is there to say? Yeah. I mean, this is my world because I hate to say it in this dramatic phrase, Ross, but the innocence is lost, right? We're, we're not in this innocent age anymore. It's kind of like you played in an era where concussion awareness was not there. Now, players going into, into football, they know. Like, yeah, okay, there's concussion issues. 
And it's the same in, in, this, in this situation. I don't know if these players playing for Notre Dame and Oklahoma are going to sit there and say, oh, my God, how can he do that? I just think we're in a different era. And they're like, okay, we get it, doing what's best for him. And, yeah, there are probably some on the team like, you lied to me and my family and my parents, and you told us you'd never leave. But I just think we've lost that innocence. Now, maybe that innocence is there in minor sports, but I just think, you know, that's a media creation. Like, these, these players know. They get it. You know, they were recruited, right? And they have a They would do the same thing. They would, they would go to USC or LSU if those schools offered them more money. Like, what are we even talking about? Yeah. It, and, it's and- so, it's really a lot of people, in my opinion, that are naive yeah. regarding That's the business of college sports. I will say this, though, Andrew. I know it's a little bit different because in this instance, they're getting paid by the universities, but not really. It's really the boosters that are funding this and are willing to buy out the old coach, pay the new coach. It's the big donors. The one thing I've been thinking about, Andrew, would they be better off allocating that money to NIL as opposed to 10 to $15 million for Lincoln Riley and Brian Kelly? I mean, I don't know. I just, like, if you're going to, if you're willing to spend whatever to try to win, is that money best used getting a new coach or best used with NIL and what that means for getting better players? It's interesting you bring that up because let's just be clear to our listeners, Ross, NIL cannot, cannot come from the school, right? There's no money from the school, but as you point out, you know, the line between the school and the boosters is kind of blurry. So why wouldn't those boosters allocate towards players? And, and, I don't know. I mean, I just think NIL's out there and, and recruiting is going to be, look what our guy got, right? That's happening already. Look what our guy got this year because we're in the first year. But um, I look at that hunt, uh, that Lincoln-Riley contract that was reported, at least on Twitter, and I retweeted it. It's, oh, my God. They're buying him out of the two houses he owns, for 500000 over asking in Norman, they're giving them a new house out there. And then, of course, all the big contract. And, <laughs> and people are still saying, well, with, with state taxes, he's actually making more in Oklahoma. I'm like, come on. How do you turn that down? Although one thing I'll say that it's kind of off track, Ross, is this idea that, oh, he's going to the sun and the beaches. That's why he's doing it. He's a football coach. He's never going to see the sun and beaches. So whether he's in Alaska or L.A., his job is going to be inside and, and recruiting. You know, he's not going to see the sun and beaches like maybe his family. All right, Andrew, I know you talked about this last week on the business of sports and you went in depth on it. Uh, but I actually didn't get a chance to hear that episode because I had three games last week. So give me your Cliff Notes version of the NFL settling their lawsuit with the city of St. Louis. This was uh, projected to go to trial in a month, Ross. January 10th would be in the playoffs. The Rams, the focus of this lawsuit, would potentially be playing in the playoffs while a jury trial was going on. 
And when I say jury trial in St. Louis, you know that jury would be hard against the big bad NFL and Stan Kroenke taking their team away from St. Louis. But like we talked about with concussion litigation five years ago, at the end of the day, the side of the plaintiffs decided to settle. They took the bird in hand rather than a lengthy trial, which of course would be appealed if the NFL lost. And they took a reported figure of 790 million. Two ways to look at the settlement. Number one, that's a hefty amount. That shows the NFL realized their business practices were not pure. They did something wrong. They did something where they didn't adhere to their own relocation guidelines, which really say, you know, in this case, as long as St. Louis is getting a stadium together and they're working on a plan and the governor's involved and everything's going well, they're not going to move. Well, they realize they had some issues. They had some liability there. On the other hand, I think it's a win for the NFL. They get past this. I know it's a big number, 800 million, but they get past this. They don't have a potential billions of dollar damages. They don't have to give a franchise to St. Louis. They don't have discovery with confidential and sensitive information coming out. And they don't have a trial going on in the middle of the playoffs. All in all, a win. And now, you know, all the stuff about whether Stan Kroenke indemnifies, which means pays back the other owners for this judgment, that'll happen now. But I think it's a win. And, you know, my saying there will be lawyers. There's a report that of that 790 million, 270 million is going to lawyers. It's going to lawyers. Oh, my God, that's a huge payment. Who knows how many lawyers are going to split that? But wow. So really, St. Louis is getting about five hundred and twenty million dollars. So here's my question. Does the NFL look at this as this is just the cost of doing business? No big deal. Or are they angry at somebody who didn't cross T's and dot I's and forcing them to pay out this amount of money? It's a great question. I can only give my perspective. I was in the league 10 years. I went to NFL meetings every year and I would guess in at least seven or eight of those years, an agenda item on the NFL owners meetings docket was LA, right? Was LA. And we always talked about, how about this team? How about this location? How about Irwindale? How about this? How about Carson? And it finally happened in 2015. So what I can say is experientially, there was a dramatic interest in getting back to LA. We can debate whether LA has good fans or not, but it's the second market in the country and it, you know we know what LA is. So <laughs> does that mean they cut corners to get a team in LA owned by Stan Kroenke, who by the way, had bought that land years before? I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not going to get get pointed out saying Andrew Brandt thinks the NFL cheated the relocation rules. I'm saying they knew they wanted to get to L.A. And now they are being uh, they have to pay for it to St. Louis. I just think, yeah, I mean, franchise relocation is a tough process. And Oakland sued. Oakland sued years ago. They lost. San Diego hasn't sued. 
So, you know, we'll see. That's a great question. Thanksgiving ratings were unbelievable, Andrew, uh, especially that Cowboys-Raiders game. Is there a takeaway there? Is there a reason why you think it's as popular as ever? Or was it just because it's Raiders-Cowboys? But I guess the Lions-Bears did very well, too. I just said, you know, it's that constant refrain for me, Ross. For whatever reason, this country is beholden to the NFL. It is like a drug injected in our veins. It is unbelievable. It's programming dwarfs every other programming, whether it's sports or entertainment or news. I'm just amazed all the time. Because what did we do all Sunday, all Thursday? Sorry. We complained about the Lions Bears, right? And we complained about the penalties in Cowboys ratings, Cowboys Raiders. And then we saw the ratings. Like, I almost wonder, and you, you can comment on this, would the ratings have been better if there were no penalties? Like, like, it doesn't even matter, right? We complain on Twitter for hours about the penalties and days after. But, like, what does the NFL take away from that? Like, okay, we had the most penalty-filled game of the year and highest-rated game of the year. Like, if I'm the NFL, I'm like, hey, flags are good for, for business. Like, what, what are we supposed to think of that? Andrew, uh, last one. Christian McCaffrey goes on IR, done for the year. Dalvin Cook's hurt. Derrick Henry hurt. Basically, all the running backs that have signed big deals over the last couple of years. Would you ever give a running back a big second contract? Always had this debate. Uh, you know, the beneficiary or whatever the word is that opposite of beneficiary in my case was Amon Green, a wonderful player for the Packers, but I hesitated, you know, and he went off to free agency with the Houston Texans, but it's tough, you know, because we just, you just rattled it off. It's tough. I just think this is the most disadvantaged position in, in football especially on the college side, because what we've seen is best years are early in their careers, which means that if they were like NBA players and came out after year one, they'd have two more years of huge money-making abilities and maybe get more second contracts, right? Because they'd be younger. It's tough to pay running back after year, whatever. And I know they're the outliers like Derrick Henry, but this is a bad look, a bad look for a young running back coming up wanting a new team, a new big deal? Uh, and my answer would probably be no. Check him out on social media, at Andrew Brandt, and certainly check out the Business of Sports podcast. It is awesome. I'm not aware of any other podcast out there that's like it or at least close to as good. And then you can get supplemented with the stuff he writes at MMQB and, of course, the Sunday 7, every Sunday morning, his newsletter. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Ross. And thank you, whoever invented purple mattresses and the Gel Flex Grid. It's super stretchy, ultra squishy material that adapts and flexes around pressure points and doesn't retain heat. If you're like me and you need something to be supportive of your back and legs, while cushioning your shoulders, necks, and hips, it is the Gel Flex Grid. 
Purple mattresses bounce back as you move and shift. What I like about it, you can try your Purple mattress risk-free with shipping and returns. Financing, by the way, is available too. Getting a great night's sleep starts with having a great mattress. Get a Purple mattress. Go to purple.com slash Ross10 and use code Ross10. For a limited time, you can get 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash Ross10, code Ross10, for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Purple.com slash Ross10, promo code Ross10. Terms apply. Ducks takes. Morning, Ross. Uh, let's start with some COVID list additions, including Steelers linebacker TJ Watt and Vikings cornerback Patrick Peterson. Right. I'll add Titan safety Kevin Byard to that list as well. You know, Bri, uh, obviously we are we are not past this. And it's affecting a lot of aspects of life still, including the NFL. I mean, I don't know how many of these guys are vaccinated or not. I don't know what that means in terms of whether or not they can play this weekend or the weekend after. I mean, Amari Cooper, who's unvaccinated and tested positive, still has symptoms. He might miss a third game tomorrow night. Three games in a 17-game season. And by the way, the Cowboys are losing those games without him. I mean, that, that's, that changes every – I think with Amari Cooper – there's a decent chance they win those last two games and they're a number one seed in the NFC. It makes a huge difference. TJ Watt, Kevin Byard. I mean, these are difference-making players for the Steelers and Titans. Ducks takes. On to the quarterback front. Giants signed Jake Fromm off the Bills practice squad and appear poised to start Mike Glennon at quarterback on Sunday as a result of the neck injury that Daniel Jones suffered last weekend against Philadelphia. So it sounds like it was the first or second play that Daniel Jones got hurt on, or second or third play he got hurt on. So kudos to Daniel Jones, whatever it was, that he was tough, stayed in the game, finished the game, won the game. But it must not be real good if he's likely out this week. And he must be if the Bills or if the Giants are signing Jake Fromm and have to go with Mike Lennon. Not good, obviously. Mike Lennon's pretty big drop-off from Daniel Jones. Ducks takes. Tomorrow night, Thursday night football, Cowboys at the Saints. Looks like Taysom Hill's going to start at quarterback, while the suspension of Cowboys D-tackle, Tristan Hill, reduced to one game. Right. I guess uh, after John Runyon suspended him for two games, Derek Brooks heard the appeal, reduced it to one for that post-game punch of John Simpson. Again, galactically stupid. Uh, so he'll only miss one game, but that's 117th of his pay. So if he's, or 118th, I guess now. So if he's making uh, 1.8 million, just lost $100,000 for punching a guy after a game. <laughs> I mean, that's not worth it. By the way, get him back during the game for whatever he did or you're upset about. And yes, the Saints need a spark, Bry, desperately. So I'm on board with them starting Taysom Hill, although it doesn't sound like he's 100%. Ducks takes. 
Let's talk injuries. Browns right tackle Jack Conklin and Panthers cornerback Dante Jackson both done for the year, as well as Jags tight end Dan Arnold might be as well after he was placed on IR. Flip side, though, Chiefs activated Kyle Long. Be interesting to see if Kyle Long gets in the lineup somewhere somehow. I don't know where that would be, but obviously it gives the Chiefs more depth. Part of the reason probably why they felt comfortable trading Laurent Duvernay, Tardif. No Conklin hurts the Browns because they don't have their third tackle. So now you're on your fourth tackle. A lot of teams have a good next man up. It's the next guy up after the next guy up that usually represents a drop-off. Panthers are dropping like flies with McCaffrey and Jackson. And Dan Arnold had really been a positive for the Jags. So that is a bummer. Speaking of bummer, when there's something on your windshield and you can't see at night or in bad weather, brutal. Visibility is your first line of defense when it comes to staying safer on the road. Seeing better means spotting the unexpected even faster. Look, if you need better visibility, head over to AutoZone. They can help hook you up with wipers. Make sure you've got replacement wipers to help you during any storm, rain, sleet, or snow. If you have dull headlights, that's not cool. Brighten up the road. I, I got to tell you, even at 42, I don't drive as well at night as I use. I don't see as well at night. I like having really bright headlights. Bottom line is, make sure you're covered with the winter weather and longer nights ahead. Visit your nearest AutoZone or head to AutoZone.com to start your job today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. All right, bro, let's do an email. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. So the email address is ross at rostucker.com. You can always get in touch with me doing that for any reason, but especially those of you that, you know, take advantage of any of our sponsors or you get a story at myfrontpagestory.com or I announce you as a winner. Whatever it is, hit me up, ross at rostucker.com. What do you got, Brian? Hey, Ross, just signed up to be a patron on patreon.com slash rtmedia. I have to admit that of all the podcasts that I listen to, uh, you hold the streak for the longest, as I started listening to you way back on ESPN in 2009. As a Bucks fan, uh, there were some of those years where I would listen, but then around maybe week seven or eight, I'd have to stop because it was just too depressing. Um, but wanted to ask you the exact same question that I sent in back on June 2nd, 2013, that you never answered, but I think is still highly relevant. So here goes. My dad and I have always wanted to know why teams don't go out and sign guys that are seven feet plus for the sole purpose of blocking field goals. And I'm sure you can find some ex-college basketball players that are athletic. And with so many games each year being decided by three or less points, it's worth a roster spot. Or is it worth a roster spot? Just put them right up there on the line, have them wave their hands up, and uh, jump to block if need be. Your thoughts. That is from Gary David. Good question, Gary. And I've asked this question before, and evidently that is illegal. It's, it's considered like goaltending. It's, now, if you're talking about um, – so on the line of scrimmage, you can do that. You can't do it at the goalpost. 
Because I've often said, Bri, what about having like a really tall guy for any long kick that is going to barely go over the crossbar? Now, I don't understand how that can be illegal. An official told me it is, but if you're allowed to block a kick, you're allowed to block a kick. And if you're allowed to, for a long field goal, catch it like the Jags did and they return it for a touchdown this year, you know, like the Auburn, you know, kick six back in the day. I don't know why it's illegal, Gary, but I've been told it's illegal. As for the guy to block the kick, harder than you think to block a kick. In fact, even if you're seven feet, you really need to get some penetration up front. Plus, you actually have to get you're, you have to be in the exact right spot where the ball is kicked. So you have to get some penetration up front. It's very rare to have anybody block a kick without penetration. Number one, because the kickers can get the ball up. Number two, obviously you you put your seven footer where you think the ball is going to go, but you don't really, you know, it, it might not be kicked right into his hand. It's a great question. I'd like to see somebody try it. You know, I'd like to see what their success is. Maybe it gets in the kicker's head. But I don't think you block nearly as many kicks, Gary, is the answer, as you think. And they'd rather have that guy be able to run down on kicks or be a backup linebacker or whatever, actually be able to play other positions. It's a really good question, though. Speaking of really good, how about Crocs? I like when we go visual, Bri. So I'm showing on the YouTube my blue slide I'm wearing right now. It's like a massage on my feet. I love it. Visit crocs.com. Take your pick of wildly comfortable and lightweight clogs, sandals, and slides. I'm telling you, that's like an inch of rubber right there. That's the key. That inch of rubber, it, it's so good for your joints. Trust me on this. You need cushion for the pushing, and you need to take advantage of the Crocs Predator Showdown series coming and dare we say free to play on DraftKings.com on Christmas, Saturday, December 25th. We hope your future is full of comfort by wearing Crocs and possibly full of money as you go for that slice of 10 G's. Learn more at DraftKings.com slash Crocs. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. I love giving shout-outs to our I Think We're Done Here members of Patreon.com slash RT Media. Pizza Boy Brewing, been too long, got to get there. Sport of Culture, Vision Comics for the next. HumanHeadNYC.com and SteakhouseSports.com. Fantasy Feast will post later today. Even money was awesome. That's already up. College Draft already up. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109WITHIT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit.